And the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. It's a beautiful fall day. I'm very excited. I've got lots of fashion news to share with you, lots of exciting things, and it's time to talk turkey. (laughs) Not quite, but we're going to talk turkey wardrobe a little bit later in the show. We're going to talk about uh, what are you wearing? What are you wearing this holiday? And I've got some tips for you. So you you won't want to miss that a little bit later. But first, I have Barney's news. Okay, so this was, this is like, Almost breaking news, I must say. So the the date was, I think it was the 24th or something, the judgment date. And uh, at the last minute, at the 11th hour, uh, they, being Barneys, asked for an extension. So they asked the judge for an extension because there were other bidders coming in. Out of nowhere, yeah. So I kind of knew this would happen, or I, at least I expected it. Um, one of them was Steve Madden, as in Steve Madden, the shoe, shoe guy, shoe guru, uh, rumored he wanted to buy it. And he, you know, he's a New Yorker, so that would make a lot of sense. And um, I'm sure he would have partners. Um, you know, he, he owns other brands. Keep in mind, you know, it's the relatively inexpensive shoe uh, company. However, he also owns Betsy Johnson. He owns Brian Atwood. He owns a company called Blondo. You know, he owns a lot. So that would have made sense. Um, then there was a Saudi coming in, a, a, a perfume retailer um, seeking to buy. It. This is where I thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to go this way. However, apparently the final word as of yesterday, the 31st, was the judge approved the sale to Authentic Brands Group in partnership with Saks. So it looks like that original, uh, we talked about here on the show, the original offer, the bid, um, is the one that's happening. As of today, I don't know if that might can change, might change, I don't know, but I will update you if it does. Um, and so basically the name will be licensed out to Saks. So it will look something like this, like it will say Barney's at Saks. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't feel good about that, (laughs) but we'll see. You know, I will certainly check it out and see how they're going to market it and how they will brand it going forward. Uh, To me, it's kind of odd. Um, I guess if you want something with the Barney's name, you'll go to Saks. I I don't know. I thought Barney's was the experience, not necessarily the way the clothes look. Not just the label. Yeah. 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 Agree. 100% agree. Mm. It was the experience. So... Okay, now I need to backtrack a little bit. So if, you, if you've been want, listening or reading, I have just about every day leading up to yesterday, there have been articles in the paper, uh, whichever, whichever paper, whichever online publication you read. There, there's been something every couple of days about Barney's. So apparently it's been mayhem there. So things like, you know, employees knowing that they're probably going to get cut. You know, obviously the official word came recently, but these weeks leading up to, apparently there have been three-hour boozy lunches. Employee, yes. So employees knowing they're without a job. So you can imagine how some would take it professionally, some would take it unprofessionally, and some would just sort of, you know, uh, go rogue, I guess. Well, what you just said about uh, the judge approving the sale, that was in a crawl this morning on on, uh, NBC News 
local news. Oh, really? The crawl going underneath it was yeah. saying just what you just said. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. So, um, on top of that, apparently, I believe it was Monday, the executive chef, very well-known chef that helped create Fred's at Barney's, the famous restaurant, which I loved, was escorted out by security. Oh, no. Really? Yes. And reason being, I guess he talked to the press and was, you know, speaking uh, not so kind words about the company and the way it went. And he wasn't surprised and so on and so forth. And basically about the the group that took over that bought Barney's in or that took over the management group that took over in 2012. He had some not so kind words to say about that and how it affected the restaurant, including changing the brand of coffee. They came in for no apparent reason, according to him. You know, they changed things on the menu. They took away some favorites. And he, you know, he's a chef, so he didn't like people messing with his menu or his restaurant. Uh, so he spoke out about that. It sounds to me like he had, uh, you know, appropriate things to say for his position, but not for his position in relation to the people who were running things. Right. So I'm sure they didn't like it. They had every right to say, you cannot say that. Right. Out. Right. Right. Out. And especially the timing. You know, it's like, okay, well, we're, I think he probably figured, well, it's at the end anyway. Yeah. Now, mm. interesting enough, here's the, here's the even better point to the story. Unfortunately, he, he, you know, apparently he said, he said goodbye. And, the, and then he went on. He went on to say, and, you know, this is par for the course. They cut off my email, but yet I, my, my uh, key fobs still work to get me into the building this morning. He said, typical, it's par for the course. Yeah, I mean, it went on. So <laughs> I was like, ooh, not good. So he was escorted out in front of a packed restaurant, apparently. <laughs> people were there, and people were standing and applauding as he was escorted out. So it was quite the scene. Now, uh, applauding him or applauding whoever was escorting him? I, I don't I think applauding him because yeah, a lot of right. people were, you know, were asked for comment. If you read the post, there were comments, of course. People are very happy to talk to the post um, saying how great he was and he was, you know, a legend, whatever. Here's the best part about the whole story. He said, I'm a chef, and in a couple of months, I'll be cooking again. He's opening a restaurant very soon. (laughs) So I thought, oh, well, maybe that was a strategic move on his part. You you have to think. And they announced the the name of it, too. I don't remember. Something, uh, it's off of Madison Avenue. Um, I don't remember the name of the top of my head. But it's right off of Madison Avenue. And, um, yeah. So I thought, oh, how convenient. He's opening a restaurant in, like, two months. So, so nothing to lose. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, no bad press here. So that was interesting. <laughs> uh, it seems like every day there's been something, um, you know, because everyone's been buzzing about this. So I guess that is the way it's going to go. Um, I'm sad to see this happen. I'm curious. I want to go to Barney's. I'm actually, I'm, I'll be heading into the city after the show. So I'm like, should I stop by there? What is it going to be like? I don't know. I might have to stop. If I if I have time, I'm, I'm going to. Just to kind of see what's going on. I don't know. Will they have a liquidation sale? I mean, that's seven stores they're closing, including outlets, by the way. Hmm. So I don't know what will happen. Things get shifted. I don't imagine all that inventory would just get shifted to Saks because I think Saks is buying, you know, is the licensing the brand. So I think it's going to be, I'm sure, would be very specific. Plus, Saks already has a lot of, not all, but similar things. They will already have that inventory. Do they have like a, a basement where they sell some of their uh, stuff that hasn't moved? Saks or Barney's? Saks. Uh, no. 
Oh. No. Interesting. You mean like Bendel's used to have? Or like filing, was or? Filene's basement? Yeah. Did that, was same yes. idea? Or just, or, I don't know. Like Lord & Taylor's, I noticed, has racks of stuff. Yeah, that, Saks, that Saks has Saks off Fifth. That's their outlet store. Uh-huh. So I think they shift everything to those stores called Saks off Fifth. I see. Um, so you know, maybe that's where the stuff would end up. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine. Or maybe things would just get returned to to the brands. I, I don't know. This is kind of a, a you know, it's a weird situation. But I'm certainly going to find out. <laughs> um, okay, on another note. So the LVMH group, this is a French luxury group. It's a huge conglomeration that owns lots and lots of designer brands. It, it, what it stands for is Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. But... This is a huge French luxury group. They own, like I said, all different brands. It's the umbrella. So they made a bid for Tiffany's to buy Tiffany's. Interesting. Um, I mean, I know that I've noticed in the past couple of years, Tiffany's has really tried to appeal to younger shoppers. Uh, apparently, there's a, a, a I, I saw a number, and I think this might have been, I don't think this was the bid. I think this might have been asking price, something around $14.5 billion with a B. So, um, and I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, does that seem really high? And then I thought, oh, wait a minute, it's jewelry. It's it's jewelry. Mm. <laughs> so um, we shall see about that. I don't know um, what will happen with that. I mean, they certainly could easily buy Tiffany's that they own. Like I said, I think the things like Dior and uh, lots of other, fam- obviously Louis Vuitton and Moet and Hennessy and lots, lots and lots of other brands are under this LVMH uh, umbrella. So, waiting to see what happens there. Um, I just—it's such an interesting time in retail, but I guess it's also an interesting time in the economy. So that would be reflective. But um, but also again, it's the way we shop. So um, okay. So speaking of the way we shop, mm-hmm. I went to the new Nordstrom in the city. Um, I've been there actually three times now. So the brand new one. Very different from the one that has opened up. I think I talked about the one here up in Norwalk. Yes, you did. So, very different. Wow. <laughs> very different experience. Yeah. Um, customer oh. service, still okay. great, but the way it looks, mm. different. Um, I actually had the chance to speak to an employee that has been with the company for many years that came from, transferred from a store in Texas. So I said, okay, I'm going to throw out some things. You may-. First thing I said when I walked in, um, there was, uh, you know, I w- it was kind of narrow, kind of seems small on the first floor, as I expected. It's the city. Everything, it, you know, is kind of vertical. And, and it is. It's seven floors. So there, are, you walk in, you're on the ground floor, there are two floors below you, and then there are five above. It's all women's. The men's store is across the street, is, you know, very close. The men's store has been open now for a couple of years. So we've got both. We've got men's, women's, we've got kids, we've got it all. And what I really love about the women's is it seems like there are a lot of shops within shops, which, again, interesting way that it's go- the way it's going. So there is a Nike Nike by Nordstrom or Nordstrom by Nike and Nordstrom collaboration. There's their own shop, which is really in the front of the building. They actually have their own little entrance, which I really, really loved. So it's a little tiny area, and it almost feels like it's separate from the store once you enter in this little, almost like its own boutique. Um, And it has Nike sneakers, not a ton, but the ones they chose were a lot of collaborations that they've done with artists. So they were very interesting Nike sneakers. 
which it would make sense. They, they're not going to have just an average court shoe, or tennis shoe, or whatever. And plus, um, wouldn't want to have something that you could get someplace else easily. Right. It, or yeah. just, yeah, go down the street to Nike. Yeah, yeah. So there was all the collaborations, um, and they had some clothing, too, and mixed in some other brands as well. It wasn't just Nike, but I thought this is athleisure. Um, it was really, I mean, like fur coats, but mixed with leggings that you'd wear, you know, to work out in, mixed with, with and it's really the, the, the way that the whole athleisure take has, has gone that direction. Um, you know, furry, fleecy vests, but really kind of fancy looking, almost like, well, I don't know that I'd wear that to chop down my Christmas tree or, or whatever, to go pumpkin picking. Um, but cool, really cool stuff, very urban looking to me. Yeah, the clothing today seems to be all about looking like you could do something uh, work-like yes. in the clothing, but you wouldn't. But you wouldn't, yeah, because it looks a little too <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, even the guy stuff I know. I was I got a new uh, men's journal magazine uh, this week and it had uh, some men's clothing in there, and uh, that, that, it all looks that way. It was about going out camping, and I looked at the clothing and I went, no, I, that's too fancy. It too looks it nice. Is, it is kind of the right stuff, but it's too yeah. fancy looking. Right. Looks too, almost too nice yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Um, but I think that's uh, – retailers certainly want you to do this stuff. I just think everything's getting kind of upgraded. So, mm. you know, it depends on your lifestyle. That's what I always say, too. What are you comfortable in? What are you comfortable doing? Do you want – you know, and I think, again, this all ties back to social media. So this goes back to especially the millennials. You know, everything is Instagrammable moments. Everything is uh, take a picture, take a picture, you know, document it, put it on social media. Well, you want to look good if you're doing that. So it kind of all ties in and ties together. Um, yeah, but anyway, back to the store. It was it was great. Um, and so I the first floor, there were some handbags, there were accessories, there was cosmetics, then there was a beauty hall, which I'm assuming was more cosmetics. I didn't actually go into it. And then there were some branded, um, Nordstrom branded items like gift ideas. Then there was a kind of a map of, uh, you know, digital map. Um, that, and there was a gentleman standing there. So I thought, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this. And I know their customer service. So he said, oh, can I help you? What are you looking for? And I said, well, tell me the whole layout of the store. And he was so happy to do this. He went, you know, took his time and went floor by floor explaining everything. I thought, great, love this. And so I went up to shoes. I went, so, so on there's their two shoe floors. One is designer and one is more just contemporary. So a little bit lower. Wow, whole floor for each? Each, yes. Oh, and there's a bar on what in the middle of all of it. He said, so you can have a drink while you're shopping. Oh the shoe goodness. bar, literally a bar bar. I thought, wow, yes. So one floor has all the contemporary stuff, kind of a little bit lower end priced, um, contemporary brands. So being Tory Burch, Michael Kors, Vince, Steve Madden, all that fun stuff. And all then right. the second floor is the more higher end designer designer floor. Um, and then the clothing goes up and up and up. Um, there are, I, I counted, uh, there might be more, I think four or five restaurants. So there were two downstairs, wow. yeah, and there were two upstairs that I saw. There, there may be more. I'm pretty sure there were, there were maybe another one. And so the first thing I noticed were a typical Nordstrom, there are departments. And it used to be very clear which department you wanted to go in. But maybe not, you know, again, I'm speaking from a you know, former employee. I worked there decades ago and also shopped there. So I, it was very clear to me what department I would shop in. But maybe not so clear for a customer. For example, there was one department called Savvy. Well, what does that mean? 
you know, I knew what that meant. That was the department I shopped in, you know. Um, there's another, there was another department called uh, Point of View. Well, what, what's Point of View? You know, what kind, who is that customer? Mm. So I kind of understand why they would take away these department names. At the same time, this loyalty of customers that have been shopping there for years and years and generations, everybody kind of knew where you'd go to. Oh, you'd find that in Brass Plum. Brass Plum was like the junior department. Then they shortened it to BP. Okay, you'd find that in B. Same thing with shoes. They kind of really have them separated to contemporary, mid-range, and then designer. And they had their own names. So I asked a, an employee there. I said, oh, so there's no more department names. He said, no. As our entrance into New York City, we really wanted to strip away all of the departments and just roll it out into, you know, fantastic merchandise. Yeah, you want to, you want to be more inclusive. Because yes. the, those, the, those names are making it ex- exclusive right. to people who had been there before. And right, really knew the, the and confusing yeah. probably to new customers because mm, yeah. they're they've never what the been. What would BP have to do with right. young people's clothes? Right, yeah. or or point of view? Yeah, yeah, you know, or the encore department. Well, what does that mean? No, so uh, so I understood it. I got it. So, um, but yeah, I kind of liked the new rollout. Um, I did to. I didn't eat at the restaurant, but I did. So then my next question was, okay, well, where's the E bar, the espresso bar? That's always been a staple at every single Nordstrom. And it always sits just just outside of the front entrance of the first floor. So, oh, but they didn't do that in the Norwalk store. You were telling us they did not. They pulled it into the store. Right. So in New York, what ne- did they do? There's no e bar. Oh. <laughs> they completely changed. But there's still coffee. There's still coffee. So they completely changed it. Um, it's just a coffee bar, and it's downstairs in the basement. Which, by the way, I liked the basement. It reminded me a little bit of Harrods in London. Um, lots oh. of gift ideas downstairs. Uh, kids was down there, and there were uh, two restaurants. Yes, two restaurants down there. A Pan Asian, and I think the other one might be Italian. I'm not sure. I didn't try it. And then just outside of one of them, like kind of right in the front, you see it says coffee bar. So yes, so that's what happened there. So I asked the girl there. I said, "Oh, so." no more e-bar she said no but we we really just wanted to take away all of the blended drinks and focus more on you know the espresso drinks and the coffee drinks she said but if there's something in typical Nordstrom fashion if there's something you want we can make it custom I said, that's what I love about Nordstrom I said no no I just stick to my latte <laughs> um, but so you can get like pastries and that kind of grab-and-go type of stuff and cookies of course um, and coffee there you can it's just not called the e-bar anymore and it sits in a different spot so that was my take on Nordstrom I will say I did love it um, it's just it's different and I think it was different in a good way it's different it had to be different in order to uh, be in New York City and to live there and compete so um, you know I don't know the closing of Barney's will that affect them I don't know I don't know if that's to me that's not the same customer but maybe it is I don't know at this point in time so again how many restaurants were there I counted four that that's interesting. I mean, generally one at most mm-hmm. in in a store like that. And it's not super. I mean, it's a lot of floors, but again, they're they're kind of narrow because it's in the city. It's not sprawling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So again, bringing in the customer, making it about the experience. Yeah. Here's a coffee bar. Oh, you want to shop shoes? So there's kind of almost something on every floor. You want to shop shoes? Oh, you need a beverage? Right here, we've got a bar. We've got a full service bar. You know, so very interesting. You really don't have to leave. You know, and 
um, you don't like Asian? Okay, we've got Italian. You don't want Italian? Okay, we've got whatever. The other two restaurants, I'm sure, were a different um, f- type of food. So. Did they use escalators to each floor? Or were yes. They? Okay. Escalators are, to, when you walk in, they're to the far right against the wall, and uh, I'm sure there's elevators as well. Probably, yeah. But, yeah. So um, I also thought it was interesting, the layout. So I thought... Okay, I like the fact that kids and gifts kind of stuff was downstairs. I also like the fact that shoes were very easy to get to, and it was contemporary shoes first and then designer. I liked that as well. And then uh, the clothing was above that. So you keep going to get to the clothing. Um, so, yeah, I really like that. And I think, I think it was the contemporary clothing was all the way at the top. Also interesting because that's where most people would head. So you'd have to pass the designer floors in order to get to the contemporary. So you have to pass the more expensive stuff to yeah, get to <laughs> on, an, on an escalator, you get to see it as you're going past it. Yes. So you're not hidden in a box going up right. to different floors. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So I thought that was probably – I'm sure that was smart and thought, thought mm-hmm. out well. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, but after the break, we're going to talk Turkey Day approved outfits. You (laughs) won't want to miss this one. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, Turkey Day is quickly approaching. And I thought about this because I was actually asked this. Um, I met with my social media people that help me stay on track with all things social media, which, by the way, I need to pause for a moment and talk about that. My um, Instagram, all of my social media is is, uh, managed, and I have help with it because it is a lot to keep up on, and in addition to doing the show here and having clients and styling and whatnot. So I have a fantastic team, and I have a, a girl that's amazing at – she handles it all, does all the posting and all the things that you're supposed to do, the analytics and all that stuff, stuff that's completely foreign to me. However, you know, we sit down every week and meet and talk about what's getting posted and the theme and the look, and we really put – I like to have a lot of control into what gets pushed out. It's content that is created by me, um, you know, for hopefully for inspiration. And, um, you know, we're trying to sort of change it up a bit. And so you kind of get to know me a little bit more. So you see a little bit more more facets of my life, including travel, my hobby, which is ballroom dancing, um, my dogs that I always talk about, my two mini Aussies, um, things like that. So, so 
if you don't follow me, just take a peek. Follow me, like, uh, comment if you want. Um, it's wardrobe underscore envy on Instagram. So I and I also have lots of pictures of things I talk about here on the show. So we're we're also connecting the show as well. If you do in fact miss a show, you can certainly um, you can get it on the WGCH website or you can find it as well on my Instagram page. Do you take? Did you take pictures in Nordstrom? Of the uh, city one? No. Yeah. I had stuff up of the one because I didn't have time and it was very crowded when I was there. Um, and I had very limited time to kind of get in and get out. Mm. But of the one in Norwalk, yes. Oh, okay. So I, what happens there is um, there, it's not on my feed, but it's in my stories. So um, I know a lot of people, that's all they do is look at the stories because it's quick little videos. Um, and then it goes to the highlights. So if you look at my Instagram page the homepage, you'll see little all the little bubbles that say that are called the highlight stories. And you'll see in there, it'll say travel, dance, fashion, whatever it is you can click on. So it's still there. You can see all of the pictures from the um, Norwalk, the Sono collection, the Norwalk Nordstrom is still there. So I've got pictures of that one, not of the city. I'll have to get some. That was, yeah, I mean, it was crazy, crazy, crazy when I was there. Um, and then when I ran back, I ran back in a second time. It was literally to pick something up and run out. So, um, but I will, I will post. <laughs> um, yes, but lots of fun stuff is on there. So um, you can follow along. And like I said, if you want to hear a show again, you can certainly do that. All right, let's get to turkey day options. So whether you've got a fancy soiree or you're at home, cozy, small gathering, whatever it is, you plan to eat a gigantic meal. I don't know why, but maybe you do. You still want to look good. So I've got a couple really fun options that I thought, oh, this would be great to to wear for Thanksgiving. First of all, how about a sweater dress? I thought, oh, what happened to the sweater dress? This is like super comfortable. Think about it. It's knit, so it's going to be stretchy. It's not going to be constricting. But you're still going to look good and and feel pulled together. I would pair it with um, knee boots and maybe a belt, maybe not. I think this is something super easy. It's a one-piece kind of thing. Um, So the sweater dress. My other suggestion is um, a blanket scarf paired with either a pair of jeans or a pair of leather leggings. So blanket scarf, meaning those huge blankets you just kind of wear over a t-shirt. And you can belt them. You can tie them different ways. I've seen people wear it almost like a cape. You know, it's kind of a big blanket, but not doesn't sit on your neck as a scarf. It sits more like a big cape. Um, And then the other thing is, how about just a big fuzzy teddy bear coat? So have a great Great coat for when you walk in, dark jeans, and a simple turtleneck. I think this would look cute with a little booty. I think these are super, super easy. Um, Me personally, I think I'm going to be in just a blazer and uh, leather pants. I might belt the blazer to kind of keep it pulled together, uh, you know, kind of that silhouette. I think that's going to be my go-to look for Turkey Day. But nonetheless, not constricting, but still looks good. You'll feel pulled together. Um, So... And I will have pictures of what I'm wearing on my Instagram, so be sure and check that out. I'll have lots of uh, fashion, events, travel, and my outfits of the day. It Again, it is wardrobe underscore envy, E-N-V-Y. Follow along on my stories, if nothing else, because that's where all the action happens. Um, I've got live stuff that happens there, so you won't want to miss it. All right, thanks for listening. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
The Voice of Greenwich. This is 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Jobs Friday, Halloween Misfortune. I'm John Trout. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate ticked up from 3.5 to 3.6 percent. Christine Romans has more on the October numbers. Outside of manufacturing, you saw some steady hiring again in the month. Um, 128,000 net new jobs. And just for point of reference, August and September were revised higher. So later in the summer, it was a little more robust than we had thought. For the second straight month, average hourly wages rose 3% from a year ago. Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren is promising to spend more than $20 trillion over the next decade to provide government-funded health care to every American without raising middle-class taxes. The House impeachment inquiry is zeroing in on two White House lawyers with knowledge of President Trump's phone call to Ukraine's Zelensky. Impeachment investigators have summoned former National Security Advisor John Bolton to testify next week. Calmer weather has allowed crews to increase containment on multiple wildfires across California. Jim Roop reports police in Northern California are investigating a multiple shooting which occurred at a Halloween party last night. It was an advertised party being held at an Airbnb in Orindo, just north of Oakland. There was about five or so gunshots. This unidentified man lives near the house.